Hey everyone, it's me, Kyrie. While at Anime USA 2022, I got a chance to speak with voice actor Tiffany Grant, a woman with nearly 30 years of experience in the anime industry. Best known for her role as Asuka in the original dub of Neon Genesis Evangelion, Tiffany is also an accomplished scriptwriter on works like Deno Coil and Parasite. Please enjoy this chat with Tiffany Grant. Hi, Tiffany. Hello. How Hi. are you doing? I'm good. You know, <laughs> end of the convention all told. Yes, yes. Uh, <laughs> I'm exhausted. I don't know about you. Yes, yes. It was it was a long weekend, but yeah. good. <laughs> That's good to hear. Like, yeah, I just had a lot of places to be, but I imagine you've also been bouncing around. Exactly. Yeah. So, first off, I wanted to congratulate you on the final Evangelion movie thank that came you. out. Thank you. 3.0 plus 1.0. Yes, thank like, you. That was, you know, God, we were waiting for a while. For... Yes, we were waiting for quite a long time. Yeah. Um, I, I seem to recall that when the announcement was made originally, I think around 2006. Something that they, like that. That they were going to make this series of films, these mm -hmm. rebuild films. Um, as I recall, all four films were going to come out in just within a couple of years. That's what they said. That was originally, you know, so 2007, the first one came out, and it was like 2009, the second one came out, and then the third one was like, oh, that took a little delay. Yeah, it took more years, and then the fourth one was like, It was a decade or so. Long time, yeah. I, I, I remember the first time I actually even watched Evangelion was like, I was with my friends. We had a, um, like a, just a weekend party, right? Mm -hmm. Just watching that show, like kind of mm -hmm. like in a stretch. Mm -hmm. And I think the three rebuild movies had been out. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, great. Wonder when the fourth one is going to come out. Yeah. Flash forward a decade later. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I know it took a really long time. But mm -hmm. I like, you know, you've voiced Asuka for so long. But mm -hmm. what was it like for you, like knowing that, this could potentially be the last time you voice, barring any sort of remake or redub right. or Taco Bell commercial or whatever. <laughs> oh, I love the idea of a Taco Bell commercial. What? Awesome. <laughs> yeah, the red. Yeah, you have yeah, to like red Doritos or whatever. Mm -hmm, sure. Um, you know, that's so hard to say. Uh, the thing for me is that in 2019, mm -hmm when the the whole netflix thing happened when when the tv series was redone and right. we were recast and they did the whole new inferior <clears throat> version of the show <laughs> um when that happened i mean that was really really difficult for me that period to deal with but what it also did for me is i just accepted that i was never going to play oscar again after that that mm -hmm. was i thought okay well you know, That's Asuka it. is in yeah. the past for me. So I really had truly come to terms with it. So a couple of years later, when I was contacted and, yeah, you're going to get to do Asuka again, that was like, and so instead of thinking of, like, expecting for all these years, like, I'm definitely going to do it, I 100% believed, I wow. mean, definitively believed with my entire being that I would never play Oscar again. So for me, it was really a gift mm -hmm. to get to do it again with the idea that, okay, well, I already had given it up. Ooh, I already yeah. thought I was done. I already thought I wasn't going to get to do it again. And so, oh, I do get to do it again? 
awesome. That's great. That's great to hear. You get a little bit of closure there, too, because they finally end the story. Yeah, plus the fact that we recorded um, the Thrice Upon a Time movie. We recorded that first Mm -hmm. and then went back and we re-recorded the previous rebuilt films okay so the fourth one was not my last appearance as oscar so when i was doing it i was fully aware that i was still going to come back and do redo Mm -hmm. the second and third movies so yeah that's like i'm glad there's a different whole different perspective for me than like it was as far as for the like the Japanese cast when they were working on it for them that was their final thing except also can I just say caveat they've got so much other Ava stuff that they do over there all oh, the different yeah. like video games and pachinko games and toys and yeah, whatever Yeah they're constantly so, calling them So there's totally going to be more Evangelion stuff for them Sure Well you can you can hope that they'll do DLC for Super Robot Wars and bring back Oscar Yeah if they, but they'll never do a dub of that because that's Yeah probably not yeah. Mm-hmm. Speaking of dubs, uh, mm-hmm. one of my personal favorite dubs of yours is the role of Satella Heavenheart from oh, Chrono Crusade. Like, yeah, I love that dub. Yeah, like, that oh, show. That's a great show. That show is so special to me. Mm-hmm. Like, there, there's a scene at the end. It'll like turn on the waterworks for me every single time I think mm-hmm. about it. Yeah. But I guess like, is there a dub? Is there a role that you've done that like is really special to you? Um. I'm so glad you mentioned uh, Chrono Crusade. I, I'm really proud of that show. It was I, I really um, did think that we did some good work on that. Um, mm-hmm. Something that is like a really special project to me um, from 2016, a project that I was a script writer on and a voice actor, but it's called Deno Coil. Yes. Deno Coil, D-E-N-N-O-H, Deno Coil. Sorry, yeah, so Deno Coil is... Um, a really, really special show for me. It's, I think, one of the best shows that I have ever, ever seen. And um, I, I was just so privileged to be able to work on that show. It's it's really such a deeply moving, really, really powerful show. And um, I just, I love it so much and I couldn't be um, happier with it. And, and I'm just, I'm really, pleased with the way that it turned out mm-hmm. and just watching it originally because I since I was a scriptwriter, I had to watch the whole thing you mm-hmm. know first in, in Japanese before I did the scripts and it was a great show just incredibly moving and I love it so yeah. much I, I like when I watched Deno Coil I was like wow there's something like really special here like mm-hmm. was there a particular like moment or scene that you hold in high regard like of like work that you did <sighs> like you nailed that line or something like that uh um mm. Uh, anything with I don't want to give away anything about the show so that's really difficult but the the scenes with the one of the characters I played was the dog Densuke Mm -hmm. who's a really important character in the story and um, yeah the scenes with the dog like towards the Towards the end. The show. Yeah. You gotta oh. check out Deno Coil Like everybody oh my listening. God. It's it's a sweet show. It's really charming, but it just it's it's so deep. It's so powerful. It's just an incredible piece of storytelling. It's really terrific. Yeah, like it's one of those things that it's frustrating there's not like a really crisp like blu-ray out there because mm. it's a gorgeous show. Sounds incredible. It, it is a beautiful show. Yeah. Um but I also remember like, you're just tremendously funny performance in Golden Boy. Oh, thank back, you. Back in the midnight, like, 
Golden Boy is the like whenever anybody asked me, I was like, hey, what what do you consider just like a great like English dub? I put on Golden Boy like every single time. Yeah. That's just so Thank you. hysterical. Like in And like, it's it's an evergreen title. It it really is. I've I've probably had fifteen or twenty people come up and talk to me this weekend about Golden Boy and I think I've signed at least five or six Golden Boy DVDs this weekend. <laughs> wow. So I need to it, it continues to be a very, very popular show, even though it's we did that the first episode we did back in 1996. So yeah. It's so, a great show. Super funny. Oh, yeah. I love it. But what was, like, dubbing like in the mid-90s? Like, obviously stuff has changed. Not... Uh, yeah. it. Well, it was slower <laughs> because of technology and Were everything. Were you using tapes at the time? Uh, no, or, no, 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 no. We only ever recorded digitally. Okay. With, with ADV, anyway. ADV mm-hmm. was always digital from the get-go. From 1994 when we started, it was always digital. Mm. Um. No, it's just a, a lot slower. Like, you know, when you do a few lines of dialogue and they were like, okay, we're backing it up. And then, you know, nowadays you back something up. It's like you push the button and it's like, shoop, okay, it's backed up. And, you know, back then it was like backing it up. You have to sit there and wait for a few minutes. and Right, because you're like scrubbing back mm-hmm. through the footage or something. Well, I mean, well, just how long processors took back then to, mm-hmm. to save something if you... Anybody who was around in the 90s and used a computer and you know how long it used to take to to download (laughs) something or to upload something or to save a file. Yeah, it just took a long time. Like me and my friends like back in that time, it was like, okay, guys, let's let's play some like sets of Melee while we wait an hour for this flash animation to Mm -hmm. load. Right. Yeah. It was something else there. But like. God, that I, I just like that dub is just so tremendously funny. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, Doug Smith uh, <laughs> as Kentaro Oa, he's just it's just like the role he was born to play. Yes, yes, I love programming. Seabase, base I want to get to Seabase. You're fired. You're obviously very unstable, and you don't belong here. You don't belong in this business! Oh no! It's a nightmare! No! I want you to leave right now. Young punks like you are all talk and no show. You don't have any skills or sense of responsibility. <laughs> ah, no, wait a minute! Huh. I may be dim, but it's always dark before the glorious sunrise. The sunrise? What sunrise? I'll do any job you give me, no matter how disgusting, and I'll do it gladly! I don't even want a salary! All I want is a chance! Buddha only waits three times! You didn't quote the proverb correctly. Um, so, speaking of, like, adaptation, voice work, that mm-hmm. sort of thing, if there is, like, one myth you could dispel, like, right here, right now, What's something you wish that more people understood about the work that you do? Um, well, it's that we're trying to very much pay tribute to and uh, to honor the original work of mm-hmm. the creators. That's that's very much what our job is. That's what localization is. And mm-hmm. we, our goal, our job is really to give the English-speaking audience, the Western audience, hopefully the same experience watching the show and enjoying it as the original Japanese audience did. Um, yeah, so that that's that's pretty much our job. We're not trying to change it or reinvent mm-hmm. the wheel. 
you know, most anime that's, that is adapted, it's not trying to turn uh, rice balls into jelly donuts. That's not what most <laughs> anime is. Um, most of it is, you know, being respectful towards the original creator's vision and intent, and that's that's what we're trying to do. Exactly. Like, it's always about, like, just making it work in another language. It's, right. Because yes. you can't make it one-to-one. Like, I've studied a little bit of Japanese. It's like, I, I believe the translator Ted Woosley back in the day said something mm-hmm. along the lines of, if you translate Japanese literally, you just have two people apologizing at each other. <laughs> oh, like, I like that. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, it's it, there's so much to it. Right. It's it's definitely uh, an art form, you know, and you have you have the person who's who actually does the translation, mm-hmm. and then you have a script adapter who has to take the translation and adapt that into something that can actually be performed by human actors in English, right. that will that will fit the mouth flaps and mm-hmm. maintain the 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 meaning and the feeling of the original dialogue. And since you are an actor, do you find that like easier that like when you're adapting a script, like do you think about like the end process of like okay, the actor is actually going to have to say something here? Right. Yeah. When scripted actors, most of the scripted actors are. Uh, did I even say that correctly? Script adapters. Something um, like that. Yeah. Sure. We'll go with that. <laughs> right. Most of most of us who do that kind of work are actually actors because you do have to perform the script. Mm-hmm. There, there's no other way of of creating a dub script, then actually you have to perform it out loud when you've written the dialogue because mm-hmm. otherwise you won't even really know if it's going to fit into the mouth flaps properly. So you're you're watching it and you're like performing this line like over and over and mm-hmm. over again and yeah, because you can't just kind of type something and go, well, that I'm really clever. Why didn't I do <laughs> yeah. a good job with that? You know, you've got to really uh, perform each line of dialogue out loud while you're watching it just like you would do if you were the actor in the studio. Right. I believe like Neil Gaiman back in the day when he was adapting Mononoke to English, mm-hmm. somebody like, if only this character had one more lip flap. That's you know? right, but they don't. I mean, we don't get to change that. It's like whatever's on the screen, that's how it is. Right. Um, so I guess like my last question for you is like, what is like who or what do you draw like really your biggest inspirations from like what keeps you like going because you're like still acting in the industry i think and still mm-hmm. working and such um, like what what pulls you through uh, i don't know i mean it's just this is just this is what i do <laughs> this is just who i am so um yeah it's just just very much a part of my life this is this is my my chosen path, my okay. raison d'être. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Too much like decades of creative momentum pushing you forward. Right. I mean, this is this is it. This is what I'm actually doing. So, still doing it. <laughs> well, Tiffany, thank you for speaking with me. Sure. I really appreciate that. Thank you very much, Curie. I appreciate you asking me. <laughs> of course. <laughs> I'd like to thank Miss Grant for speaking with me. Be sure to check out her recent work in the rebuild of Evangelion dubs and check out her website at tiffanygrant.com. That's it for now, and thanks for listening. Later!